It is time for another week. ZTGD Radio. This is episode 740 for April 3rd, 2023. And this week it's just me and Anthony, so you can you can skip on to the next one. Winston. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Winston. Every time he lands. Winston. Winston. <laughs> I can't, it's so stupid. I don't know why I laugh at it every time, but it just makes me laugh. Even if, even if an enemy Winston lands close to me and I just hear Winston, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I, I, the best part is that that's all the patch notes said. Winston. Winston. But anyway, we're going to talk about some video games. Talk about a lot of news. And... We'll probably go too long, because that's how this works. I'm going to try not to, but I think I've said that every time. It's just me and you. Yeah, well, the thing is, is I don't know that I have a whole lot of games to talk about, so you can go ahead and go first. Um, All right, after finishing Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, I was like, you know what? I want to play Rage 2, because I I got pretty far, but I never finished it. Um, I'm finishing it this time, for sure. Uh... That's a good game. Boy, it's yeah. basically what I wanted a Doom sequel to be. I mean, without the open world, but like, Doom Eternal is not... And I know a lot of people love it, but boy, that just isn't Doom to me. Um, And, and Rage 2 is, is very much Doom. Like, uh, down to the music, which is funny, because I'm like, is this another one? Because at one point in time, they were having... Um, What's his name? Um, uh, do all the soundtracks. Mick Gordon. Um, Mick Gordon, thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, the composers are uh, Johan Nielsen, Andres Kinger, and Eirik Roland. Well, um, I think that's because it was Avalanche that did this game. Uh, yeah, partially Avalanche and id combined. Um, yeah. but, but, but just by listening to the music like it's that industrial sort of rock music and you're like yeah this is probably Mick Gordon and you're like no it's not and I'm like well shit I was surprised um which I don't think we ever talked about but boy did Nick Gordon hand hid their asshole <laughs> it's just proof of how they fucking threw him under the bus for their own fucking faults um it's all right. He's still getting work. Thank God. Um, oh, I don't know. Great composer. That will never not be able to get work. No, but like they really badmouthed him and said like he was yeah, he didn't meet dates or whatever. And he's since put out emails saying, "When do you need this by? What is this for?" and stuff. And it's just like communication. Just fucking anyways he his, his soundtracks are amazing i thought it was him it's not these people are very good too and uh it's just a lot of fun um i think honestly the open world kind of kills part of it for me like just get rid of the extra space and just have this shit all stacked on top of each other but whatever well the open um, world in that game pissed me off because like you can't just go over things like it's a linear open world like, you have to follow... Yeah, like, that's the, the part that annoyed me. Sort, the there's, there's parts of it, yeah. Like, even when you... like, So, here's the thing. Eventually, you get access to a little... Um, the, the flying thing, yeah. Flying bike thing that has just two big fans on the side of it. And for the most part, you can kind of fly over everything. But that's so late Which in then, the game, man. No, I had it pretty early on, but it's just like, it defeats the point. 
Uh, I felt like, it was like, later like now than remove it just now now remove the space. It depends on what you've done because it unlocks with uh, one of the levels of one of the people that you have to help. Um, anyways, I I love that game. If you liked Doom twenty sixteen and didn't feel like I think fuck I think I said this last time I played it, and you think like man I didn't really love Eternal Rage two is basically taking everything they learned from Doom, putting it into Far Cry slash Crisis, and just <laughs> having having a go at it. Um, so I played a bit of that. Um, I played a bit of Mario Kart Eight because I picked that up when it was on sale with all the DLC, and um, you know, like I don't need to talk about that. It's a good game. Um, I played Overwatch Two. I've been loving the um, April Fool's Day stuff, except for Ash, which they had to take out because Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, what an unfun event that was when Ash was still there. Um, but uh, all the voice lines is what's kind of getting me. Because uh, oh, the gameplay tweaks, unfortunately, certain characters just don't have the same amount of gameplay tweaks as others. Like, Junkrat plays very differently right now because he has something changed. Um, but, like, Farah for the most part, plays pretty much the same. Um, certain aspects have changed. Minor parts, but it's like, if you've played as her, it's stuff you'd be avoiding anyways. So, it's, I don't know. There's certain things where I'm like, I wish you'd done more with, like, Sojourn and stuff, but whatever. Um, it's neat. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I like the fact that they've done that work. Um, trying to think of other stuff I played. Just give me a second here. Oh, uh, I started up the Metroid Prime Remastered. Mm, yes. That's Metroid Prime, all right. It sure is, but god damn, that's I'm a good game. I made a complaint. Um, yeah, I picked it up. Uh, and um, I mean, it's one of my favorite games of all time. So it, it's kind of like when Wonder Boy got a really good remaster, remake, whatever you want to call it, um, from uh, Lizard Cube. Uh, I almost kind of say it's unfair to, for me to put it on my games of the year list sort of thing, because like, yeah, you're one of my favorite games of all time. Of course you're going to win. I feel um, I feel bad for new games this year with RE4 remake, Metro Prime Dead remake. Space. Dead Space, it's like, man, these games were already excellent, so are even better now? Yeah. Um, and the last game I played was a bit of Overboard, which is a... Um, how do I describe this? Um, it is a reverse murder mystery. You kn- you're the one that probably committed murder. I can't confirm that. I'm pretty sure you have. You've killed your husband. And you are this former actress, I think, on a boat. You pushed him overboard. And it's kind of trying to figure out who knows what and get away with murder. Hmm. And you choose what rooms you go to, but for the most part, it's dialogue that you're choosing. So it's like, there's a time frame. I think it's 48 hours till the mainland. So there's a time frame you're, you're playing within, but at the same time, like depending on where you go in the boat will make you run into different people and your choices affect like it's pretty deep and i went man i'm too tired for this i can't <laughs> i can't handle the stress <laughs> cuz it it was very stressful like immediately a woman was implying that she knew that i killed my husband and i was like oh 
okay, or does is this about something else? Can you murder them? Not that I know of. Oh man, um, that would add such a wrinkle to it. Like, how many more people can you get away with? I mean, that might be the case later on. All I know is that it was, it was intense and like, it's just written dialogue. Um, I don't think there's any voice acting. I think this was a, a mobile game before. Uh, oh, that wouldn't shock me. Um, not because of like that. It's 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 um, bad at all. Um, I, I'm just interested because just kind of the way it works. I'm like I could see this working on yeah. So it, it's available on Steam, GOG, Switch, and on Apple and Google Play uh, stores. Um, it is it is this really unique art style um these sort of soft edge drawings there i don't think there's any like black used outside of like the interface um it's from a studio called inkle i don't think they've done any other games i was gonna say i've never heard of that oh they have okay give me a second about let me see um i think they have done. I'm trying to. So they've done sorcery. That's with an exclamation mark. Ooh. A Highland song, overboard, and heaven's uh, vault, which is I think they're probably the other balls. It's funny. All these things have like BAFTA award sort of nominees and stuff. Oh, that's funny. That's the type of game they use. Eighty days. I've never heard of that. Oh, I I think I've heard of that game, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, my master, it seems, is a gambling man, is what's written. Anyways, yeah, very, uh, very interesting game, uh, very well written, and um, I- I'm gonna play more of it when I uh, am not tired, um, or playing Rage too, because um, that's just mindless fun. But uh, that's been it for me. I- I've uh, just been kind of enjoying Rage too and shooting things. You-, you just need that game in your life sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I always like shooting things. Alright. Uh, well, like I said, I played... The funny thing is I played a lot, but I didn't play a bunch of anything specific. I finished Resident Evil 4, um, and that game is still amazing. I still love that game. I love the stuff they trimmed out towards the end. Uh, there was a lot of fluff in the original version, and that's very streamlined now, which is nice. And I definitely say after watching that ending, we're going to get five next. God damn it. Really want Code Veronica? So, uh, I have a question mm. for you that doesn't spoil it. It's a very different tone this time around, I would assume. A tone as in the ending, you mean? Uh, no, the game entirely. Uh, I know that you said there was no um, quick time events. There's no quick that time. Resident, Resident Evil 4 got into like some dumb action shit. And is this more of a horror game? Mmm... There's still the dumb action shit, but it definitely has some more horror. It is not like RE2 and 3 Remake, where like the ammo is limited. There is a lot of ammo. Okay. Um, there is now stealth, though, and also um, a parry mechanic with the knives. Yeah, I remember I was listening last night to last week's podcast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I was just curious, because there's, there's definitely a direction they could have gone there where they make it more like RE2 remake, right? Where they, they basically increase the amount of horror. Like, the first game, the original game, from what I've seen of it, was definitely scary to some extent. 
but um, not to the levels that they were trying to reach with the remake. And uh, I was just curious if they were going to fall into that with the remake, where, like, because they could have done it more horror, or they could have just leaned into the action fully, but it seems like they try to sort of tie together Resident Evil 4's sort of mood, you know, where... It's um, still, yeah, like Leon the... goes. Does Leon say the line? Where is everybody? Bingo. Yeah, he still says that at the beginning. Um, I never like heard. Would... I never heard the shopkeeper say, "What are you buying?" Maybe I missed ah, it. That's weird. Yeah, like I expected it, and I saw him a lot. Um, he does tell you, kind of like maybe you should clean up this area before moving on at a certain point, because that's when you move to the next. Because, like, the game is separated into the village, the castle, and then the island, um, which is still the same. And when you're about to move to the next one, he's like, hey, maybe you should take care. But he never said, what are you buying? Which was disappointing. Maybe he says it, and I just didn't get it, but I didn't hear it. Um, Also, like, the back half of that game is very action-oriented. Like, that's where the Krauser fight is, and it's really dumb. Um, but that's also where you get more into those, uh, crazy dudes in robes as well. So it's good. It's Resident Evil 4 is a weird fucking thing. I'm just glad they brought back the, um, guy who replayed, who played him in the, um, remake mm. voice wise. Yeah. Also, it's funny. I'm looking at his credits. Uh, so he was Leon in Resident Evil 2. He was a motion capture performer in NFL 21. Oh, sure. He replayed Leon in Infinite Darkness, the TV series. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he's additional cast in the Dead Space remake. I mean, why not? Just going on all fucking fronts. And then he's apparently a bunch of uh, characters in some of the uh, Life is Strange games. He's a good voice actor. I I liked him as Leon in the... uh, the remake. Yeah, I actually like most of the characters in RE4's remake. Like they're really good. Uh I booted up the show. That is not a game I should talk about. Um That's a Ryan ass Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I only played one game. Um feels like the show, which is just to say it feels good. Uh I started the Forza expansion, the rally expansion. I it's weird that that is only on the series consoles because I don't Maybe I just haven't got deep enough into it yet, but I don't know why. Like it, like Forza Horizon Five always looked good, so I don't know what this is doing that, like the old Xboxes couldn't do. So, um, I mean, it could be something that you don't see, right? It could be physics or something. Sure, sure. Like maybe there's some like sand physics or water physics or something, but like just playing it, just because, yeah, this feels just because you said. Just because you say it's rally specific, I'm like I could totally see them being like, yeah, it, the processing power it takes to accurately do physics. Because that was the um, that was the reasoning behind the Nemesis system missing, right? Was that mm-hmm. it was yeah, it just they didn't have the resources to do that on the back end. This is um, whether or not that's true is is a totally different situation. But I mean, I understand that you sometimes just don't have the resources. Maybe they have said it, but I feel like this is one of those situations where if I can't tell on the surface why it's different, you should probably tell people because I'm sure there's people out there like, well, why can't I play this? Yeah, that's the same as like the Horizon DLC. I don't know 
Yeah, I want to know. That's out in like a week and a half, I think. So, I want to know why PS4 people can't play that. Well, to me, it's just like, well, you know, I really wasn't enjoying 2 anyways, as much as I wish I was, so it's like, I don't know. I fell off of the first one for the DLC as well. If there's a sign that says you you don't have to bother going on, it's locking DLC content to the next-gen console when I wasn't really enjoying what was there anyways. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I did like the story more, but I found the gameplay not as fun as the first game, which is impressive. Um, and not for being horribly different, but these really minor changes where I just didn't feel the weapons were as strong, even at their base level. Like, there's nothing in... Now I have to go on the rant. Sorry. Um, the, the There's nothing in Horizon 2 that says to me, like, oh, yeah, this is the beginner area. Like, even, there's no... They got rid of the Watchers, or whatever the fuck they were called, right? Which were the easy enemies to take care of, because you just had to shoot them in the eye. It was it was an easy tutorial. They start Horizon 2 with those fucking weaselly things. And I was just like, well, if this is the base level, and these guys are giving me a hard time a certain amount of t- hours into the game still... I'm like, I really don't want to fight any of these fucking robots. <laughs> well, it's, just, it's true. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, every combat situation I'm having to, like, strategically think out. And it's like, dude, I just want to get from point A to point B. Let me fucking deal with this when I get to bigger enemies. Not like I'm walking too close to the deer robot. I was like, that's annoying. Um, and, and when you get to the big bosses, you're just like, man, nothing's fucking doing any damage. I'm... I'm taking the armor-breaking arrows, and I'm shooting them in the right position, and I'm doing critical damage, and I still feel like I'm just not chipping away at them. And I was like, fuck this, I just don't have the patience to be fighting this thing over and over and over and over again. Too reliant on stealth, too reliant on me having to leave stealth. Uh, I don't know. I was not feeling it. Maybe maybe one day I'll go back and I'll click. But yeah, for now, it was like, yeah. So yeah, the DLC. Again, there might be something... Technically, like, not visually, but technically, that just is hard to do. But it's just one of those, another sign where I'm just like, alright, well, I just don't give enough of a fucked upgrade. <laughs> so you, they're, they're moving on from you at this point. <clears throat> yeah, well, maybe I'm moving on from them too, right? Yeah. Maybe it's just, the, it's the sign of the times. Yeah, that's possible. Um, alright, I think that's all the big games before I go rattling through these indie games. I did play a little bit of Sifu. Um, I didn't play much of that when it launched initially, and it dropped on Xbox this week. And I played a little bit. Of, that's fun. That's a fun game. Um, I think I'll probably play some more of that. That's pretty fun. Um, played a game called Formula Retro Racing World Tour, which I thought there was already a Formula Retro Racing, but I think this is like a upgraded version of it. It's Still fun. Very much looks like a uh, old Sega arcade racer. Very, very colorful. Um, low poly count. Indie and Daytona style cars. I, I'm not a fan of the drifting. Like it's it's hard to to get a hold of what it's what it's doing, which is kind of funny because there was also another game, racing game, as we called Rally Rock and Racing, where I felt like. That game just randomly decided how the drift was going to happen because I could never get it to do what I wanted it to do when I wanted it to do it. And that's just a bad 
sign of a game. Yeah, not a fun racing thing. Uh, that was there was one thing that I was like, I started off Mario Kart, and I'm like, why does it feel like Mario's steering towards the track? And that's because they put that thing on by default. Oh yeah, the assist stuff. God, I hate. And that And I was crap. like, why the fuck was I fighting this control? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, turn that shit off. Uh, no, no, we don't. No, I turned that. it off immediately. I was like, I don't need help. No, that stuff is bad. Um, I. I played the cornhole game. Okay. I mean, yeah, you literally like aim a thing and then you get like a a meter. Uh, Like if you hold back the right stick and you push it forward when it matches and like literally within two minutes I was nailing it straight in the hole. So like the, the difficulty curve is, it's not real high. So, yeah. Uh, God, I don't know that I remember playing Billy 101. It was another one of those, here's level 1, here's level 2, here's level 3, and you just get from point A to point B. That That's pretty much what that game is. Uh, Blade Assault is a cool side-scrolling action game uh, where you get, like, this fist, like, punches people, and then you get a sword. It's got some really cool stuff to it, but it's like... It feels like a, like they're just using the template of 15,000 other games. And it's impossible for me to remember any of these things. Um, Super Geisha Neon is another level 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, in this one you switch between the girl and the cat. And you step on some buttons and move forward. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I tried Lunark, which I think a lot of people will really dig. Because it is very much... Um, like flashback out of this world kind of rotoscoped animation priority stuff. I remember seeing it when it was um, kick, like on Kickstarter and I was like, I don't want to know more about this game until it's done, thanks. Yeah, I, I booted it up. I was like, oh, it's one of these games uh, but there's a lot of people that will really enjoy this but I've just never been a fan of that style. I love those types of games but I just some of them are not as good as others. I, I I think it got a real big renaissance after Limbo, mm-hmm. and maybe even more so Inside. I'm I'm glad that it's a throwback graphics, but yeah, yeah, these are really chonky pixels. Like the main character looks like he's made up of like twenty pixels. So, um, Run Bean Galactic is literally a bean on a planet, and you run in a circle and jump over stuff. Super thrilling. I don't know what Tales of the Neon Sea is because it starts off and you're like this dude in a trench coat and a hat and you're running away from death and he just kept killing me so I got frustrated and turned it off. Um, It sounds like it's... Mm, it gave it me point like... and click controls at the beginning. and I'm Yeah, like, so it is. But you know what? I was like, I'm looking at it and I'm just interested. Okay, apparently it's not... Um, I may have this actually on Steam because it looks like it's part of a bundle with two other games. I think I wanted Lamplight City and it was cheaper to buy a Lamplight City in the bundle. Oh, and I wanted Detective D too. Detective D. um, Really neat because it's a point and click game, but I think it takes place in like China? Yeah, China's most famous gifted investigators. He tracks a serial killer in the heart of Tang Dynasty's capital city. Like, wow, shit, that sounds like it's all my type of jam. And then this was the one that came with it. It looks like, oh, fuck, I 
can never remember the name of the game. I thought it was maybe the same developer, but it's not. Um, Uncanny Valley. I don't, a game I don't no one should... So Uncanny Valley is like a game where... It, that was by Cowardly Creations. I think they've changed their name to Tiny Mold. Um, it was a point-and-click sort of-esque game um, where you actually move your character rather than point-and-click. Um, but you're a security guard in this, like, remote Alaskan complex, I guess. It has some really neat elements, but it kind of failed. Um, the horror elements were neat, but that was about it, and it took too long to get to them, and, like, yeah. It was, it was, there were some issues with it, but it wasn't terrible. Um... That it, visually, that's what it reminded me of. And you're saying you were running away from death, and that's how literally fucking Uncanny Valley starts in a nightmare. That's funny because like it literally just has me running away from him, and I just I can't, I couldn't get away. And I was like, you know what? I, this ain't my jam. If there's point and click anyway, so Uncanny Valley, you start you're walking down a street, and then you see like a guy where it's like a shadowy figure walk behind you, and he slowly starts to pick up pace. And if you start sprinting, he starts sprinting after you. That's kind of terrifying. And... Yeah, it's there's some really well done stuff in Candy Valley, but it sounds like it's kind of the same. Yeah, that's you feeling. almost describe exactly what this was because as soon as it told me how to run, he started moving faster. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, then I played this thing called That's My Family Family Fun Night, which is essentially like a four player game where you walk around, um, and you can play stuff like Connect Four and backgammon. Um, it feels kind of generic. Um, I usually like those kind of things, but this just, yeah. Uh, and then the last indie game I want to talk about, which is the most interesting one I played, is called The Last Worker. And this is a first-person game where you're like in this, I don't know how to describe it, like you're in this almost like hovering chair. Like you don't, you can't, you don't get out of it. You just sit in it and it can go up and down. You know, it's in first-person and basically you're working through a, an Amazon warehouse, for lack of a better word. And you're Oh, just, so it's a dystopian future. Yeah, it's and you're the only one. Like, you're the only person. Well, I would assume so. And you're collecting these packages and then putting them into these machines to ship them out. And you've got this little guide that's with you. And it's hilarious because the main character just keeps like, every time the, the, the helper guy goes away, he's like, ah, peace and quiet. Because he's just so annoying. Uh, it looks like it's uh, both VR and non-VR. I figured you were playing non-VR. Oh, absolutely yeah, not. VR yeah. version is what I should have said. Yeah, I can definitely see this in VR because you literally just drive this little thing around and fly up and down, grab the package, take the package to another it, spot. A lot of dialogue. Interesting, interesting art style. Yeah, it's like, um, what was that? You remember that roguelike FPS Yes, give me a second. Oh, I have it on my Switch. What I have is the it name on my of Switch. that game? Oh I my bought God. that game. I but bought it, that game just because I loved it so much. Yeah, um, the art style is very reminiscent of that. Oh, man. What's the name of that game? Still scrolling. Fuck. It's, it's killing me not to know the name of that game because I remember it. Why do I have the like the number 808? Void Bastards. Void Bastards. Was it made by a company called 808-something? Uh, let's see. Void. 
bastards. Why do I have 808 stuck in my head for that? Uh, no, Blue Manchu is the... Hmm. That's weird. I don't know why that's in my brain under 808. I filed it wrong, apparently. But yeah, the art style reminds me a lot of Void Bastards. Like the very cartoon, very thick black the, line yeah. cartoons. So, but no, that's that's a cool game. And I think, yeah, I think that's all. I did watch the Tetris movie, which I enjoyed. It's a fun little romp. Um, but that's all the games I played. I mean, obviously, I played Overwatch, but I don't need to talk about that again. Winston. Winston. I think I, 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 I felt like I was going to hit Masters in competitive Mystery Heroes, but with only, what, eight days left in the season? I don't know. We'll see. Rain, justices from above. Man, it's so good. It's so... Who's a good dragon? Who's a good dragon? I still like the nom 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 better. I don't know why. I don't know why the nom nom cracks me up. The the it it's the oh man. There's just something so specific with the voice actor. The way he yells the who's a good dragon the second time he says it. It makes me laugh. All right. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Feels like a light week. I think. Um, Thank God. We've got Meet Your Maker. This is Series X and PS5 stuff. We got Meet Your Maker, uh, which is that new game from the Dead by Daylight people. Uh, Road ninety. Is is it that type of game? Uh no, it's a no. Surprisingly not. Yeah, first person game. shooter video game. Yeah. Uh, published by Behavior. I didn't even know they were fucking around still. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Oh, this is the one where you're building the tower. Shit. Mm-hmm. This is also that on PlayStation the weird Plus. One. Um. PlayStation Plus games for the Essential Collection. It'll be on Xbox One and PS4 as well. Yep. Uh, Road 96 Mile Zero, which is a follow-up to that. That's actually, I actually enjoyed the first one. Um, I never finished it, but I enjoyed it. Haven't touched it. Uh, Curse of the Sea Rats. Uh, Dashing Orange. Marfusha. Uh, Melon Journey, sure. Bittersweet Memories, and Library of Babel. Okay. God damn. Curse of the Sea Rats. Embark on an epic hand animated, and it does look pretty good. Um, the animation is spectacular, actually. Holy shit. Ratoidvania. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. We don't need I, another I, Metroidvania, do we? It, it's funny because it reminds me of uh, Monster Boy. Like the animation. Hmm. It. I don't. I have I'll, no idea. I'll, what I'll, it I'll, is. I'll, I'll, I'll end up fucking playing it at some point. I'm a horror for Metroidvania games, even though I find them annoying by this point of how many there are. Yeah. Um, uh, but, PS5. Uh, it, this one doesn't look too bad. PS5. We got a couple extra things. Atari Mania, which was a game I reviewed on the Switch. Um, Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition. A remake of Grim Grimoire uh, called Once More. I forgot that was coming out. I don't even remember which one that is. That's the RTS, I believe. I, th- 
I, I want to say that I'm right on that. That's Vanillaware. Vanillaware yeah, RTS. Two, 2D RTS. Yeah. Man, it's funny. All those games look like they could be playing the same, and they never are. <laughs> no, they're entirely different games. You look, at the, you look at Vanillaware games, and you're like, yeah, man, I can see how these all these games fit together. And then you're like, these games don't play anything alike. No. Uh, Across the Valley uh, and Pretty Girls Tile Match. sure you can... Suss out what that is. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, all right, Xbox One, PS4. I'm not gonna say what I've already said. That it's pretty much kind of the same games. The only different one is Turnip Boy commits tax evasions on PS4 listed. Is that a physical? Did it never come to that? I don't know. Yeah, that's listed here, which I'm assuming that's a physical version, unless it really just... just never came to that. I know it's on Xbox, Switch, and PC for sure. But I don't know if it ever came to PlayStation. And then huh. the only other game uh, is Xbox is getting a game called Horror Tale Kidnapper. So, All right, I have to. I have to know. I don't know what that Kidnapper. is. Kidnapper. I just want to see how shitty this looks. Oh, I'm sure it's terrible. It's a scary first-person adventure, first-person horror adventure game for all ages. Sure. You can just play it on crazygames.com. So I, okay. Five dollars on Steam, and I. This is the description on Steam: a scary and exciting adventure with Tom and his friends. Cool. I hope Tom has um, a fun adventure. Immerse yourself in a thrilling and exciting adventure together with the main characters. I. Wow. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the fucking goal of every horror game now, ain't it? You think? Oh, no. Children have been missing for a long time in Lake Witch, and you are destined to solve this creepy mystery. Who is the kidnapper, and why is he doing it? Where are the children disappearing to, and how to save them? You can solve all the puzzles and find out the answers if you don't get scared. <laughs> in the first episode of this horror... That's what it says. You will meet your friend Harry, who has come up with a plan to save you from the kidnapper of children while you're waiting for the return of your parents. Together with him, you will try to fortify the treehouse so that... Oh, God, fortification of anything. So that the scary kidnapper will not get to you. On the way to your goal, puzzles, moments of fear, unexpected twists and turns, and lots of fun await you. Wow, this sounds horribly generic. The story will develop rapidly and very unpredictably. This horror game is an exciting, fun, and scary adventure to America of the 90s. That's not a sentence, what? I mean... Mysterious and... Features of the adventure puzzle game Horror Tale. Mysterious and fascinating story. Scary antagonist and interesting characters. Puzzles, riddles, and items to search. Five locations. Nice stylized graphics. Original author's soundtrack. I... I don't even know if you're still if you're just making up words at this point. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm just. I'm gonna move together. on to the switch. Yeah, you do that. Um, a lot of the stuff. Oh, what is? Hold on. Would it surprise you to know that all their games are basically this? No, that wouldn't shock me. There's Horror Tale One Kidnapper, Horror Tale Two Samantha, Death Park Horror Collection, Mimicry, Death Park, Death Park Two, Antarctica Eighty Eight. I've played some of those. I think I played Death Park. Nine one one Cannibal coming soon. 
This sounds like the that dude that makes the Resident Evil style games, the Outbreak. Yeah, but games. those those look those look far more interesting than, than I these mean, things. These things look like I bought assets and put them into. I mean, not, have you ever played bad, the Outbreak games? Are they that bad? I mean, some of them are pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you know, good on that guy for making like 40 of them, but I don't know, man. That's like the um. Drew sent me the link of the guy that makes all the Silver Falls games that were like. 3DS and Wii U exclusive. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, dude, A, slow down, B, put them somewhere people are actually going to be able to play them, thanks. I've, you know, I've I've been watching a lot of, like, retro YouTube lately, and I am, especially with, like, the Wii shop closing and all that, and knowing that there's, like, a that selection of Konami games pisses me off. The, uh, You're talking the, um, the Contra and Castlevania yeah, like, legacy uh, versions. Reborn. Yeah. yeah. Like, those need to be dumped somewhere because I don't know that they I ever played those. Are. Yeah, I don't They're think I ever played those. Places. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to check that out because I. Yeah, you. I'm sure you can find them. Uh, a lot of that stuff has been preserved. 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 All right, switch. We got Kitty Rainbow because that's what we need. Um, light a light in the dark. Finger football goal in one. Okay. Uh, Alicon, uh, Batora, Lost Haven, Celebrity Slot Machines, uh, Goroons, um, IIN. I, I don't. Sure. IIN. It's called IIN, and it's all capitals. Like, like just letters. Yeah, just three letters. IIN. What's it called? I'm looking. It's uh, a puzzle platformer. Sure, okay. of course it is. It looks like a very weird. You, you control shapes. Okay. It it reminds me of uh, what was that? Thomas was alone, sort of thing. Oh, okay, I got sort you. of that, but it's like higher def graphics, and apparently you like control cubes, like you you have to take controls of cubes and then get them to the end and stuff. It, it actually looks like it's pretty neat. Like, it's a, all sort of like the puzzles play with physics and stuff. I still feel like there are too many video games. That's just my opinion. Oh, there absolutely is, but it's uh, not this guy's fault. Lucky Slots. Speaking of too many fucking video games, nobody wants to play goddamn slots. Paparazzi. That's pap- paparazzi is the one where you take pictures of dogs, right? I'm sure that sounds correct. A tasty slot machine? I definitely don't want to play that one. Uh, the seventh guest is coming to the Switch for some weird ass reason. Sure, fuck it. Uh, the answer is 42. Uh, Volley pals. Get it? They get it? Get it? They they also read the book. Get it? <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. Uh, Witch Explorer, uh, Another Tomorrow, Bumbalon, Cat Gachi Virtual Pet. Sure. Uh, Drill Dill Oil Tycoon, Forever Lost Episode 1. Man, the Switch is something else. Uh, Fusion Shift, Incoherence, Numbers and Squares. Station 117, Super Cute Aliens Adventure, and Tuya. 
Those are your Switch games. Cool. Immensely exciting, I know. Alright, let's do some news. Let's kick it off with Xbox, because Xbox always got something to talk about. Whew. Uh, the Japanese FTC equivalent uh, has approved the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. I feel like this thing might actually be done by summer. I feel like maybe. I just wanted to be done in general. Yeah. Um, also, what came out of this story was that apparently 10 members of the U.S. Congress are now pressuring the Biden administration to take action against PlayStation's domination of Xbox in Japan. Sure. That's so dumb. I fucking... Your whole fucking country is just a fucking shit show. So <laughs> this. Like, uh, Microsoft just, has... You know, hold on. Just Somebody said weeks ago that we should, you know, try to keep the politics low. Like, this is why you can't... It just, it just, it's a big fucking circus, and it comes to town, and it fucking ruins everything, and then animals shit everywhere, and then they fuck off and leave. You know they're coming back, though. Oh, I know, they'll be back in uh, about a week. Just to fuck around with, like, how many times has... The U.S. government, every time they talk about video games or technology, just depresses me. You see how old these fuckers are? Yeah, we definitely need some people out there who know what this shit is. Cause like, these, these hey, are... I know people don't want to hear about politics, but guess what? The banning of TikTok, it's more than just TikTok. It will affect video games. Have fun with that. Uh, Microsoft has apparently ended the $1 Game Pass promo, finally. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's crazy. Um... They also announced a, uh, a system bundle for Diablo 4. Uh, it's just a black console, like there's nothing on it, but it comes with the game, a light bearer mount, and a comparison of faith mount armor items. Launches June 6th for 559 US dollars, which is exactly the price of the system with the game. So. Oh boy. They announced games with gold for April 2023. I fucking just <laughs> a shambling corpse to come and beat on fucking Jesus. Holy cow. Um, out of Space Couch Edition. Bring out your dad. <sighs> uh, and Peaky Blinders Mastermind. Uh, Where's your Peaky Blinders Mastermind? It's like the same game as that uh, Narcos game. Christ. If I'm correct. I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Nintendo uh, showed off 13 minutes of gameplay for Tears of the Kingdom. I didn't watch shit. I watched it, and I'm like, yep. It looks I was like going to buy Breath it anyways. I mean, yeah, I'm going to buy it too, for sure. So, so like, I don't need to see it. I'll let that be a surprise. I already, I already spoiled myself with some of the leaks from the uh, art book there, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this game's gonna be good, but I can't, I can't shake this, like, I can't shake the Majora's Mask feeling of, like, it's not gonna be as impressive to me, but, I don't know. Mm, I, mm, I think, like, Majora's Mask, if they up the writing, which is not very hard from the first game. I, I mean, yeah, like, that. that's a right? paper-thin so, storyline. Like, so, if they up the writing, I think it'll be great um and i think if they add dungeons i'm i'm far more excited 
If Doug like, thinks you're in this, I'm in. Like, so, I'm like, so I'll be the, all in. Here's the two things that I don't know about. Uh, and, and maybe maybe they confirmed one. So they haven't confirmed dungeons. No. Boy, I think everybody wants more fucking dungeons. And not dungeons where you literally just fight one of like the floating head things and the rest of it's a puzzle. That's not fucking fun. But I also don't, hope they don't get rid of the shrines. I hope there's like a hundred new shrines too. They didn't confirm either one of those things in this video. This video was all about making a makeshift boat kind of shit. Which is neat. I, I mean, fuck, goddamn, that game had issues with fucking traversal because it was so fucking long to get anywhere. Like, even with horseback, like, you, you know. So, if making shit is now an option, cool, I'll banjo because we nuts and bolts all that shit together. I mean, that's exactly what this game looks like. Dude, I... I'm gonna be honest with you. I love Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, and everybody can fuck off about that game. <laughs> oh, it's not what I wanted. Okay, but it's like this is this is like nothing else, and it's really fucking good at it. And everybody hates it because it's not what they wanted. But I'm like, it's weird. Trust me, you didn't want another Banjo Kazooie at that time. Trust me, you didn't, because there was 3D platformers that no one gave a fuck about. Man, you didn't you didn't collect all the stuff in Banjo One and Two, so don't tell me you wanted a three yet. And even if you did, like at that time, nobody wanted to do three D platformers. God damn, no! There was like, like Mario was basically it, and like you know, three sixty era. Three sixty era had like no three D platformers. Like nobody was doing them then. Uh, they also announced uh, Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED, which launches April 28th, and a Pro Controller plus Switch case uh, for May 12th. So, another another themed system for you to spend big dollars on. Uh, this was it. This was the official week when the eShop on 3DS and Wii U shut down. Yep. Uh, apparently, I was seeing reports on Twitter that codes can still be redeemed, even though Nintendo said they couldn't. So, uh, fuck a Tui. That's all I have to say. A Tui, um, who made their name, um, on the eShop, uh, they put out a physical copy of their games via limited run for 3DS. Um, but there was an issue with Chicken Wiggle, which is one of their games. Uh, you can't finish it, there's a glitch in it for some reason. And uh, back in November, they said that they had a patch complete and it was going through. Uh, they were submitting the 3DS patch to Nintendo very soon. And that never came and the shop is now shut. Mm-hmm. So basically, you own a brick. Fucking. It's kind of like my yeah. coaster of my copy of Mag for the PlayStation. Yeah, and, and I just want to like note that this is the same studio that took a. Um, yeah, they're saying it's been submitted to Nintendo. We rate approval, uh, but I mean, guys, I think it's not happening. If, uh, <laughs> this shop is cut down. That was 13 hours ago. Um, they took a bunch of money from a Kickstarter to port Chicken Wiggle to the Switch, um, which made its made what it needed to. Um, that was six or seven years ago. Holy or whatever shit. the switch came out, yeah, dude. It's and they have not provided anything. They changed the name, and there's no updates on it. And he's since made other games, so fuck that whole company. But like that was the end of it for me. It was like, oh, now I own a brick. 
Uh, it can't be finished, so fuck that studio. Uh, Mario Kart Tour is teasing a Yoshi's Island course, and Poochie as a playable character. Poochie's the best. PlayStation News. Um, Naughty Dog confirmed that more of their games are coming to PC in the future. Shocking, oh, shocking, shocking. <laughs> uh, Okay, I hope <laughs> with the same quality. Well, that's Iron Galaxy, man. Oof. I want to know the story of what happened there, because PlayStation PC ports have been okay. And this one just feels like, well, we needed to get it out around the time the show ended. So maybe it got rushed? I don't know, man. Uh, PlayStation 5 gets a price cut uh, in India? Of about 5,000... What's India's currency? Rubles? Is that what it is? I, I don't... I honestly don't know. It's... It says ours, so I thought maybe it was rubles, but I don't uh, know. Sorry, which wait, uh, which country? Sorry. India, India. It's rupees. Rupees. Okay, so it's cut down from forty four thousand nine hundred ninety to thirty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety for the digital, and the disc goes from fifty four nine ninety nine to forty nine nine ninety. Um. Gran Turismo 7 uh, updated to 1.31, added five new cars, two new layouts for Nürburgring, and new scapes location, as well as 120 frames per second mode for PS5. Uh, Bloomberg is reporting that the PlayStation VR 2 is a giant fucking flop. Uh, apparently sold less than 300,000 units from February till the end of March, which would be significantly less than, goal, than Sony's goal of 2 million PSVR headsets. Man, I... That was an outs fucking what a fucking goal that was. Oh, two like when people said they were gonna say play it to sell two million, I was like, the motherfuckers high? Like, there's no way they're gonna sell two million headsets at five hundred dollars five hundred and fifty dollars. As someone that's started to get high more often, um, that is not a thought I'd have when I was high. That's that's not not, not off of weed anyways. That's, okay, then uh, they're just stupid. That's yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's just a stupid idea. 2 million in its launch window and this bitch didn't even break 300k. Like, that's lower than I thought. I thought this thing would sell between 500 and 750,000. It's expensive. It's expensive in a time where everything's expensive. That's a bad time to come out with something expensive. Not only that, but it's VR is so niche. And niche. That too. But, yeah. Like, the, the only time, the only VR that actually made a dent was Quest and that was because it was, what, $299? And also, didn't and have to I have think a PC? PSVR, PSVR did well because it was expensive for a console that was no longer that expensive. But also, they dropped the price heavily, which is when it did most of its that is sales. True. Yeah, and it came with games and stuff, so yeah. I think I bought a bundle of the first PSVR for like two ninety nine, and it came with like two games. And I was like, this was worth it. You know, like I got my, like Astrobot was amazing. You know, like, I, I had a cool experience. I still listen but to never... the soundtrack. Yeah, like, that game was amazing. And, like... The, the cave theme is so perfect. That level Sweet with the whale... Theme. The level with the whale in VR is one of the best things I've ever speaking, seen in my life. Speaking of, like, fucking 3D platformers, what a masterpiece that game is. Oh, both of them. That new one is... I've not gotten to play, I have not played that new one because I don't have a PS5. Yeah, that new one is incredible. And not only that, but you launch PSVR 2 without backwards compatibility? Like, what, yeah, that's what are you a, doing? Yeah, that's a bad... <sighs> anyway. 
Uh, speaking of free games that aren't dead, PlayStation Plus lineup for April uh, is Meet Your Maker, which we talked about earlier, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Tales of Iron. Three very solid games. Let's see. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake sold 3 million copies in its first two days. Jesus Christ. Fuck, fuck yeah. Um, Diablo 4 was the franchise's biggest beta to date. Hours played, six, almost 62 million. That is crazy. Um, only 2.6 million people managed to earn the wolf pack. We're reaching level 20. Uh, there were 29 billion monsters killed. So, uh, take two has acquired mobile game subscription service game club. I don't know what that is, but that's yeah. So, so, so game game club was, um, I'm just trying to find. I ha- thought I had that in a tab, but apparently I do not. Um, Game Club was like, if I'm correct, I I had like, like they were giving away free games at one point. So they were, I don't know how the business worked, but they basically would put up get a bunch of games, and it would be like daily. Um, if it's the same one back at like early iOS days, and then it became a subscription service sort of before everybody else was like, yeah, you pay for Game Club and there's a bunch of games. And they're all pretty quality last time I checked. Um, so, you know, I, I understand uh, wanting to kind of get that under your wing. Because, yeah, it's a bunch of indie, indie stuff for the most part, but they probably pay good money and that way they can make the sales, right? Yeah, it was a it was a neat service for something that didn't exist at that time. Now it's like you know, it's Game Pass, it's Apple Arcade, whatever. Yeah, but this one I think was both on Apple and Google, which separates it. Uh, Dolphin Emulator is coming to Steam in quarter two of twenty twenty three. I love their um, April Fool's Day. All the achievements. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like yeah. yesterday. I just ignored it. it's. It's good that it was on a Saturday because you know most news doesn't break on a Saturday. Um, yeah. So like that was good that April Fool's was on Saturday because I saw so many. Like I don't know how many uh, Overwatch support heroes I saw. Like there was Sega. Sega has been doing the best the last couple of years. This year it was the death of Sonic the Hedgehog, which you could actually which play, like, right? Play. Yeah. Yes. And then previous year uh, there was the the combination games. Or it was Streets of Rage Yakuza. Yeah, I played the Golden uh, Axe one. Like that, yeah, the Golden Axe. Cool. Um, there was the uh, combination of... Um, uh, there was a couple of them. Anyways, yeah, uh, I thought those were, were pretty neat. So yeah, they do a pretty good job of making the um, weird but, you know, fun April Fool's Day stuff. Oh... Uh. We got a bunch of announcements of release dates. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Nobunaga's Ambition Awakening launches July 20th for PS4, Switch, and Steam. Wild Forced launches April 12th for Nintendo Switch and PC. Uh, Cassette Beasts is launching April 26th into Game Pass for PC. Uh, and will come later for Switch, Xbox, and Xbox Game Pass. 
Live Alive, Live Alive, whatever you want, however you want to pronounce it, is coming to PS4. I think it's Live Alive. Okay, Live I Alive. Think it's, it says, hold on, it says, uh, I think because it's in Japanese, it's the same word twice. Uh, God damn it. Well, that game is coming to PS4, PS5, and Steam on April 27th, which puts it on every platform except, can you guess? Can you guess Square Enix game? What game, what platform is it not coming to? Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just fighting you. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Uh, Rusted Moss is coming April 12th for PC. Uh, Ed's... Yeah. Go ahead. It, it it sounds like it's uh live alive. Live alive. I played that game. I that's how was... they pronounce it in the Nintendo Direct. I thought it was kinda meh. I have heard you really need to kind of gun it through. They everybody says you have to play the prehistoric one first, just so it's done. Yeah, everything it's else lame. gets better. Um, I'll probably end up playing at some point, but yeah. Ed Zero Zombie Uprising. Uh, July 13th for Xbox Series, PlayStation 5, and PC. <sighs> Forspoken is getting DLC called Intanta We Trust. It launches May 26th. How many people do you think are going to play that? I don't know. I don't give a shit. Uh, Vampire Survivors is getting a second DLC called Tides of the Forscari, or Foscari, uh, launching April 13th. And Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die, launches worldwide uh, this fall for PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. Yeah, I'm interested in that. And then Atlas Fallen, which is the new game from, I think, Deck 13? Is that the name? Uh, is delayed until August 10th. Deck 13? Is it Deck 13? It's somebody who made one of those focus games is making this game, and I don't okay. remember who it is. So it's not Hangar 13. No, it's definitely reason. not Hangar Deck 13. They're working on Mafia, aren't they? Is there a new Mafia game? I thought I saw rumors of Mafia 4. I'm okay with that. Uh, E3 is dead. E3 is dead. Yep, they canceled it. It started by Ubisoft skipping and then Sega and Tencent skipping and then Devolver skipped it. Um, Devolver, I mean, Devolver's never really at E3. You know, can you? Yeah, like, I got a, I got a trivia for you. Can you guess who the only company who confirmed they were coming to coming to E three was? Uh, give me a second. Um, is it uh, Embracer Group? Nope. Oh, really? It's a it's a subsidiary of Embracer Group. Uh, Deep Silver. Nope. THQ. Nope. Uh, Gearbox. Nope. <laughs> Okay, well, I've named all the, the ones that I thought would be shitty. I may, who am I missing? Limited run games. <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus Christ. You know, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know... <laughs> oh, man. You know, I... I used to buy shit from them, and I just don't see the fucking point in it anymore. Are you not going to pick up Plumbers Don't Wear Ties? That's... You know what, dude? It, it's <laughs> just... It, what a... What a, what a just a cavalcade of shit they put out now. Um, I can't believe they actually posted a photo on Twitter of them with the actress from, from Plumber's Don't Wear Ties. Oh, like, so it was my, a flex. So they, 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 first of all, one of the guys can't take 
you know what? That's you know I I, I realize it, but it, like it doesn't like when people criticize shit that they're doing. But it's not like shit that he's saying that they're criticizing. So it's not even him personally. It's like literally like, hey man, you started a company where like the idea was that there was some time where the game was out, so it was kind of a complete game that you're putting on disc. Now you're putting out games before they're even fucking out up for pre-order. Like, so so they have to be updated. So what's the fucking difference between the, you're not you're not preserving shit? Yeah, there's my Atui collection, which should have been better. In hindsight, knowing Atui, I, I get it. It's not limited to Run's fault, but like, there's no reason why that game shouldn't have been complete. Um, and it's bugged, and it needs a patch that may never come. And so it's like, what's happening? And then when they started doing the stuff with like Ubisoft, like Ubisoft doesn't need Limited Run to publish Scott Pilgrim. On no planet does Ubisoft need a hand in publishing anything. They just, so, I think it's more Ubisoft it's never like, planned to do it, and Limited Run was like, well, we'll do it. Yeah, but like, that, that there's, it, it's, it's just that type of shit to me is like fucking weird. Um, I get it if it's you know a smaller indie dev, but it slowly just became like I, I haven't so I don't I don't get emails from them anymore because I unsubscribe. So let me just go to limited run games. Let me see what's coming out. Um, Night Trap uh, for GBA. That was April Fools, right? Is that what that is? They announced it on April fucking... Fools. I'm pretty sure that's April Fools. There's a listing here, dude. Oh yeah, okay. It's bullshit. Pre-production, cool. I guess I can add to cart, but whatever. Um, it's not like it's impossible. Uh, yeah, they made full out. movies on Mighty. There's, Boy there's, Dance. yeah, Mighty Fight Federation. Like that game's not great. No, it's not. It. It's not. Uh, let's um, be fair. Most of the stuff they put out is not. Great. Yeah, I'm surprised we don't see. Uh, I'm not seeing any sort of big name games though, because that was that was my issue with like they just kept doing more and more titles. I'm like, man, these are from fucking big publishers. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. And now they got that embracer money. So and now they have that embracer money. Um, there's still listen. There's still at the end of the day, there's still a better. Co- if you're gonna buy limited stuff. And buy from Limited Run and do not give money to Strictly Limited. That that company can fuck themselves. Uh, Ubisoft Forward has been confirmed for June 12th in LA. Uh, Devolver Direct is still part of Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest. So Keighley out there dancing on the E3 grave, getting all these people to join his, his shenanigans. Uh, Steam has ended support for Windows, or will end support for Windows 7, 8, and 8.1 on January 1st of 2024. Yeah, ask me about that. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, recently updated to Windows 10. That's funny. It's funny to me that you were still on, like, Windows, what were you on, 8? 7. Oh, you were, Jesus Christ. Dude, fucking Windows 8. Like, at that point, like, I should have just been running Vista. Jesus Christ, no. Oh, Vista was Vista. so bad. Yeah, and so was 8. <laughs> so you can see why it wasn't moving forward. So then I, they were like, hey, you can upgrade to 10 for free. I'm like, okay, and I tried it, and fucking... It just kept crashing the first time I did it. And I was like, well, fuck that, going back to 7. And then this time around, it's been fine. 
that's so funny. Nothing, nothing's changed on my end, I don't think. Well, you know, Windows changes every week. Maybe, so. maybe added RAM. Maybe added RAM. I don't remember. Anyways, weird fucking thing. But yeah, so I updated. Ah, love it. <laughs> Can I just... Uh, so... I like the fact that there's a dark mode on all of Windows, but that, like, the details thing can't be at the bottom anymore, like it had been for years, and now it's, like, stuck to the side or you don't get it at all. Who who decides that we're just going to change shit because fuck you? Because that person should be drawn and quartered. Oh, well, you'll never know. Oh, I hate that. I hate that shit with anything. Facebook. Facebook was famous for it. I know this is working, but we've redesigned it. Why? Why? It was working just fine. People oh, just it like doesn't change. look pretty? It, it doesn't look pretty? I don't give a fuck. It works. That, ah, God damn, I hate that shit. Alright, um, this, this might be unprecedented. I don't know that I've ever heard of this. So, Multiverses Open Beta, which is what they've oh. called this release forever, God. Uh, will end on June 25th. It will be pulled from the digital store on April 4th, um, they are now prepared to launch the game full free-to-play in 2024. Basically what this means is that everybody spent money on this cannot play this game between June 25th and whenever the hell they put it out in 2024. Like, you're going to shut your game they're down this, for over they're, they're, six months. They're not putting this back out, right? Like, that's the assumption that I, I have. That's what everybody's, like, kind of feeling, because, like, why would you shut off a game for over six months... Especially to yeah. people who paid for it. Yeah, that's weird. That, mm, mm, that is, feels scummy. And this game came out before the Discovery bio, I think. Or like was in development, right before, It was right before it came yeah. out they got bought. So yeah. I have a feeling Discovery's going to pull the plug on it. What's well, weird? Know. Like, why shut, weird. It, why shut it down? Like, for six months? Why? I don't understand why. Yeah, there's no good reason, in my opinion. Then, oh, you know, we couldn't get it back up and running. That's a load of shit. Uh, somebody spilled coffee on the servers. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. On a specific date? <laughs> on a specific date. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake has been data mined, because of course it has. Uh, and people have found hints for the Separate Ways DLC, so that may be coming. Uh, Playground Co founder Gavin Rayburn has established a new AAA studio called Lighthouse Games and they're already working on a new AAA IP like Great. everybody else is. Yeah, can I just yeah, I just don't care anymore. Just tell me when it's out. Thanks. Uh, e- I'm making my own studio too. Yeah. We, we got crazy layoffs. Uh, EA laid off 6% of its workforce, so around 775 employees. Uh, Don't worry, they didn't get any rid of the uh, the important ones, the ones that make those fucking card packs. Uh, Disney shut down its Metaverse division uh, in their first round of layoffs, which laid off about 7,000 people. Dear companies out there, I would hope that you would somehow reintegrate these people into your other businesses, but if you have a Metaverse division, put it out back like fucking old Yeller. Good lord. Get them the metaverse is fucking stupid. Get them Square Enix NFT, son. When have speaking of things made more inconvenient? Have you seen the metaverse where they're like, "Hey, uh, here's how it's like to shop in a virtual Walmart." Why the fuck would I do that? I don't want to shop in a real Walmart. 
Oh, right. And 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 why would I make it more complex than all the pictures on a page and me just with my big fucking idiot thumb go no the one that one. Like I'm gonna put on a headset and then walk my cart around Walmart and throw dirt digital shit into a cart so that it can be processed like it's a. You at the end of the day, it would still be processed like just me hitting buttons on a sheet going I want that one, and then it, they go oh, okay he wants that one, and somebody has to pull it out. Like it's an or like the actual pro. What a stupid fucking idea it is. Oh, just I want to escape reality and into a sh- equally shitty reality. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, Grasshopper manufacturer has a uh, countdown that ends on June 9th or 10th, depending on where you are. What could is they be working be... on? Well, I was thinking more. Is this the um? The remake of Lollipop Chainsaw. Are they involved in that? I don't remember. I have no clue. I thought I that was somebody know. outside of them working I on that. I think it was them. I just. I don't think there's been a date announced. There hasn't been anything announced other than we're doing this. So, uh, yeah. Hey, you remember Saints Row? Oh, good. I have this one on my list, too. Yeah. Uh, they revealed their roadmap, starting with free Dead Island 2 <laughs> cosmetic pack in April. Like, And I think Terrence was like, why are they doing DLC? I was like, because people bought that season pass, man. <laughs> they got to make something, right? Oof. Just a big oof. Uh, Dave Lang of Iron Galaxy was on Jeff Gersman's show. And he confirmed that Iron Galaxy owns 100% of Rumbleverse and that the game could come back in some form in the future. Dave, Dave Lang Memorial Studio. Yeah. That's a that's one of the weirdest throwaway jokes from fucking uh, one of the, the not E3 Devolver conferences. We are live from the Dave Lang Memorial Studio. Dave Lang's a funny a, dude. There's a picture of Dave, or a video of Dave and go, hi. <laughs> That's hilarious. I still think the Pseudobot was my favorite Devolver thing. Yeah, they're, those just, every time they get weirder and weirder, and I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not, but I do love the original. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 16 has gone gold! Cool. It's the only possible on PS5. I don't know if you know that. Like, this will ne- like no other system can handle this but the PS5. They say that. Okay. Um, CD Projekt Red has confirmed we'll get new Phantom Liberty details this June so basically an announcement of an announcement cool Cool. Uh, Mike Berlin, creator of Bubsy passed away at age 73 that, that's a bummer as much as the games may you know uh, not be the greatest like Bubsy as a character has never been the problem yeah, they, the, you know, like personally, to me, it would have been funnier if they started realizing that like people find him annoying, so they should have wrote him as the villain. But like, Bubsy's got a fucking great design artistically. The the fucking exclamation point shirt, you know, he's very stylized. He's he name me the other mascots from the time that wasn't fucking Sonic. I mean, I can, but that's just because I'm a nerd. Right, but like the reality is, is like who gives a fuck about any of those people? Bubsy gets mentioned more than them. Uh, High seas havoc, 
has a duck or whatever. Um, there was the possum, awesome possum, awesome possum, arrow the acrobat. Yeah. Arrow the listen. Arrow the acrobat should get a little bit more love. Personally. Hey, I'm not saying he Being shouldn't. Fucked, I'm uh, just saying that nobody he remembers is of, him. He is, yeah, nobody remembers him. And then there was what Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel, which was the spinoff. Oh yeah, but it's just like none of those characters. Like Arrow the acrobat, I think has the best design, probably out of all these characters. But like Bubsy's the most iconic. Oh, for sure. And like he hasn't died. How, how has he not <laughs> died? They brought him back. Like. Everybody's like, you know, we we can be like, oh, plumbers don't wear ties, shouldn't be brought back, and it shouldn't be. But like, Bubsy got two more fucking games. Yeah, uh, and one of them was not a hateful. I mean, the runner one is literally just a runner game. Yeah, I don't like and runner, I like, so I didn't like that one. But I didn't I, hate the, the other one. They were both fine. The the other one's too short. The runner game, I like runner games. It's not the best runner game, but it's a runner game. So, I mean, like, if you know that, you're getting a decent fucking game here. Um, but, you know, um, most people don't even realize, like, he had, like, fucking outings on the fucking Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bubsy was on the Jaguar. I actually played Bubsy. fucking game. I actually it's played Bubsy 3D the other day. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, uh... Oh. It's worse than I remember, which is is, but, is hard. But like, to give them credit, they were trying to pioneer, <clears throat> you know, and that's impressive. Like that, that's the thing. Like, you know, as much as Bubsy's basically been in more failures than games that would I would say are good. Like they were trying to do the Sonic thing on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, like they were trying to do 3D platforming before anyone else. Well, uh, that game came out after Mario. But it, but it did, but they were trying to beat Mario to the punch. Like, that game was in development the same time Mario was. Mario just happened to be, you know, the thing that we would move forward with. Like, Croc, Croc was sort of the same thing, right? Croc mm-hmm. was trying to come out before Mario. Um, I like Croc. Got... Croc. Croc is, is a, good. Croc is a much better game than Bubsy, but, yes. like, it, it's just, you know... The things that are wrong with Croc, i.e., the the sort of tank controls, those are those are carryovers from people trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing with 3D. So I don't know. I give Bubsy a lot of credit in that sense, where it's like Bubsy was always trying to push the limits. It just failed more times. Than yeah, unfortunately, and you know we got more Bubsy games than we got Gex games, and people don't forget about Gex. I like Gex. I love Gex, but those games are hard to go back to, especially the 3D ones. Those are rough. The you know what's really good, surprisingly, the Game Boy Color versions of the uh, 3D games because they are collectathons, but they're completely two dimensional. Yeah, those games which is not something you get too 3D, often, especially being PS1 3D, which has got all that yeah. warping shit. Oh, I do love I I. I do love, though, that, uh, oh my god, I can't remember his name right now. Dana Gould? Dana Gould, thank you. I'm like, it starts with a D, Dana Gould. I mean, I love Dana Gould's stand-up, so his Morrissey impression is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. Um, But, uh, yeah, Dana Gould's fantastic. Uh, If you gave him more free reign, a new GX game would be fucking brilliant. I want Gex to come back. I at least want a collection, but you know, I'd love a new game. 
All right. Uh, we have two studio departures. Dragon Quest chief producer Ryutora Ichimura has left Square Enix. And Yoan Geritot, director of Fuga Melodies of Steel, uh, has left CyberConnect 2. I really hope that um, the Dragon Quest guy gets the, <laughs> goes to uh, Ryo no Gotaku oh, to do yeah. the next fucking Yakuza like a dragon. Um... Platinum Games um, was announced their next game in the Neo Classic Arcade series. PT Channel Radio? Is that what this is called? I don't know. I only see an image. I don't see a name. Um, Roblox has announced they will hide ads for children 13 and under after FTC complaints. Stop using them for uh, for your heavy lifting then too. Thanks. Here's Stop a, monetizing the work of fucking young kids. Here's a weird one. Quantum Break is leaving Game Pass. That's a Microsoft IP, so my guess is that they're giving the IP back to Remedy? I mean, if that was the case, that would be awesome. I liked what Quantum Break had started, and if you can fit that into the um, Alan Wake universe, the, the Alan Wake control universe, uh, that'd be neat. Um... Vin Diesel's Arc 2 has been delayed to 2024. Have you gotten the other part of that story? No, that's... I, I don't know. Oh. The, okay, so you, you can... Yeah. <laughs> so Arc 2 is delayed, and they're shutting down the servers for the original Arc. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Wait! To sell you a remaster. Oh, I, got, I just got to that. Okay, so it's called Arc it, Survival it, Ascended. It, it, yes, and it's and, and, and it doesn't come with all the DLC. And it's only they coming. Re- it's reselling you the DLC. <laughs> hold on, it's only coming to series PS5 and PC. It includes the island, SOTF, and all the non-canon DLC maps. Yeah, so there's a bunch of other DLC. I'm pretty sure that's not in that. Oh my god! From the sounds of what I was reading on on um, uh. Yeah, holy shit, on top of this, they're making you rebuy the expansions when they port them for the remaster. You could have bought the most recent art expansion at release not even two years ago, and now support is being dropped, and they're asking you to buy it again. Does this also <laughs> does this also so, mean that this game will not be playable on old consoles anymore? I, I assume so. And and this is the same studio that before Ark was finished. The pirate game. DLC. They had the pirate I, oh, game too. Remember and that? And then they had Atlas, which was supposed to be an ARC add-on, but then they just resold it as a piece of shit. Um, oh yeah, man, this company. And then there's that ARC. Other there's the other ARC, the pixel version of ARC and oh, Pixel yeah. Pixark or pixel whatever. Arc, and it's just yeah. like, and it's just like this fucking studio is so shit. And it's just funny that they're like they're still pulling the same fucking crap. Wow. Uh, Koei Tecmo sent out a survey asking people what games they would like to see on Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. Um, all oh, of them? Yeah. <laughs> what games would you like to play for a set cost per month? Uh, I'd like access to all of them. Give Thank me you. all of the games. I don't, I don't need a question, I need all of the games. I have to buy those fucking Fist of the North Star for the Xbox 360 before they fucking delist them at some point. Um, I want those Koei Tecmo beat-em-up Fist of the North Star games. I know. I'm weird, because I know exactly how they're going to play. 
SNK has confirmed that Terry Bogard, Andy Bogard, and Joe Higashi uh, for the Fatal Frame Garou sequel. Uh, SNK also announced King Fatal of Fight- Frame. Sorry, did I say Fatal Frame? I'm a Fatal Fury. Yeah, Fatal Fury yeah, okay. slash Garou. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like Fatal Frame, and I went, "What?" The Dude, fuck? I would totally play as Terry Bogard in Fatal Frame. I what mean, are you that about? would be great. He, <laughs> you. You, you, it, it, it expect like all the ghosts are like, oh, I'm so scary. And then Terry Bogart's just punching. <laughs> he throws his hat at him. It's like, what's up? <laughs> uh, King of Fight the SNK also announced King of Fighters 13 global match for Nintendo Switch and PS4. Uh, features rollback netcode and improved online functionality. There will be an open beta test this summer. Cool. Uh, I have no interest. And then two new characters for Tekken 8 include Leroy Smith and Asuka Kazam. Kazama? It's Kazama, right? Yeah. Asuka yeah. Kazama. And then breaking news this morning, um, a new Xbox storage expansion card is coming from Western Digital under the WD Black line. Uh, one terabyte, one seventy nine ninety nine, which is cheaper than the current Seagate options. Nice. Which is good. They've needed to do that. Oh, I don't know. It's been two and a half fucking years the system's been out. Yep. That's crazy that when I think about that, it's been two and a half years this game's been out. That is a banana sandwich. That's it. That's all the news I got. Uh, I got I got uh, two more pieces of news. I got, Or three. I, I don't know. Uh, Crime Boss Rock K City came out. <laughs> That game. Good reviews. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so so prediction. Does it still come to consoles, you think? Oh, it's not on consoles yet? No, 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 no. I don't, did you did you not finish it? So that game only launched on Epic. Like, that's the only oh place you can god. buy it right now. I, I have to assume it doesn't. Like, it, they said the console versions uh, were due out in, like, June or July, I think? Um, unless... Um, uh, that would explain... Uh, why we didn't get one then? I figured somebody would have would have forced that down our throats. I assume then no, unless it goes to Game Pass or PlayStation Plus right away. Like if they can make that deal work, I guess maybe the porting is worth it. But uh, I have to assume no. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me. Like when I found it, like because Terrence requested the review of it, and I was looking into it. Of course, it. Terrence. Of course, Terrence did. Of course, of course he did. Fine, fine purveyor of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence, you're not here, but come on, Terrence. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I looked into it, and it's like, this game is coming out. I'm like, dude, we've not seen any gameplay. We've not seen this game. And then all of a sudden, it's out, and it's like, well, it's only on the Epic Game Store. Like, it literally is not available anywhere else. Oh, my God. All right. Um, um, other go other news. Um, Savant Ascent is getting an anniversary edition. Uh, the only reason why I bring it up, it's it's a action sort of arcade game, um, but it uses the music of the, uh, I guess he can be considered dubstep, but electronic artist is probably more accurate, Savant. And um, it's made by the uh, D-pad studio, Owlboy people. And uh, if you like electronic EDM sort of music and you like video games, Savant has always been really influenced by video game music um to the point where like manslaughter off of uh probably his most popular album um uh, alchemist 
he it, it samples the um, Mario flag going down the or entering the castle. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so I, I do recommend checking out his music, and if you like that, or maybe if you like the game, the game's like three or four bucks, I think. Um, so uh, definitely check into that. And then the last piece of news is very sad for me because I've gotten into the, his music um, within the last year. Uh, Ryuchi Sakamoto passed away. Um, that may, name may mean nothing. Um, he is uh, one of the members of Yellow Magic Orchestra. Uh, he was one of the three members. There's only one left because the other one, the drummer, died uh, a couple, six within the last six months. Um, brilliant electronic musician, like uh, just very, very unique and. Um, wrote music that Michael Jackson wanted to use on Thriller. Never came through, um, but uh, that that song was released posthumously for Michael Jackson. Uh, Behind the Mask was a Yellow Magic Orchestra track, and Michael Jackson wrote lyrics, and they couldn't come to a publishing agreement, so it never made it onto Thriller. That's how good of a musician he is. You might know his work, because he is the one that did the startup theme for the Dreamcast. Huh. Uh, he also did music for Dawn of Mana, uh, LOL, Lack of Love, Seven Samurai 20XX, and Tengai Maku Ziria, which is a Japanese-only uh, PC Engine CD-ROM game. Um, so he's not disconnected from uh, the video game world. Um, but that being said, I would definitely check out um, Yellow Magic Orchestra. Behind the Mask is probably one of my favorite songs, um, but so is... Um, Riding, uh, Solid State Survivor is one of the most brilliant electronic albums ever made. And uh, from 1979, I recommend listening to it. That's it for news from me. I right. hate leaving on a downer, but I wasn't going to try to go back to fucking Savant after <laughs> that. So, All right. I got a couple. E- I got an email and some tweets. Um, this first email comes from Daryl. He says, hello all. It's called Shit Games with Gold. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, just wanted to send an email about Games with Gold. Yes, the games suck. And the service is redundant with Xbox having Game Pass. But don't list the free games with PlayStation Plus without listing the free games added to Game Pass. That is apples to apples, not games with gold. Both Game Pass and PP add free games to each service each month, but have to be subscribed to both shouldn't even mention Games with Gold as it's a non-thing. You make it sound like Games with Gold is competing with Sony PP, and it's not. Don't even mention Games with Gold. Just mention each console's free games with each service, because if you let each service lap, you can't play any of these games anyway. It just burns me when people shit on Games with Gold rightfully, but praise Sony PP. Sorry, but getting brand new free game releases on Xbox on Game Pass trumps any PP free game. That's it. I'm out. I think this Holy is in reference. On. Well, I think it's this is in reference. We don't talk about the games added to Game Pass every month because they don't do a drop. They do like no. multiple drops. So, like at the beginning of April, they don't say here's all of the games coming to Game Pass in the month of April. They do it like once a week or something, or once every other week. And sometimes they don't do it at all. They just like stealth drop that shit. So also, <laughs> the reason why we talk about the PlayStation Plus stuff. It's because of how stupid it is with their tears. Oh, their tears are terrible. Oh my god. I hate that shit. Like, their drops are usually pretty good games. 
for the month, but like that premium tier is terrible. Like it's it's almost insulting at this point. Yeah, classic games, my ass. We got one PS1 game this past drop, and it was R4, which it's a great game, but like really, like you dropped one PlayStation One game. What's the total up to now? Like maybe twenty games for the PS1. After what are we at now? Almost a year. Getting close to a year, I think. That's just crazy to me. All right. To the Twitter, Shogun sends us a few tweets. He says, RIP E3, what's your best E3 memory? Mine was probably the first time they were streaming E3 during the Xbox 360 days when they showed the Lost Planet and announced that the demo was live during the show. That day it felt like we had arrived into the future. (sighs) Best E3 memory, huh? So... I have one of them's not really a memory because it wasn't. I didn't see it live. I've only ever seen it for the fact. Sony walking up there. It's saying two ninety nine, and then walking off. <laughs> Sorry, I um, I'm choking on something. Oh, don't choke. Um, yeah, uh, the two ninety nine. Yeah, and then walking off is just a brutal thing. The memory, though, it's when they did it again. When they did it again to Xbox One. Oh, yeah. That was brutal. Um, <laughs> and it just shows you, though, like, what a... Well, I can't believe I'm saying this. What a... What a good pitch man uh, does for a company. Don Matrick was fucking terrible. Yes. Um... Whether or not he made those decisions himself, it really doesn't matter. Um, it, he just he sold it in such a way that was so bad and so just it came off anti-customer. I guess is the best way to put it. And I hate that using that anti-consumer uh, term, but like he just is a big fuck you. Jack Jack Trenton always felt like he was trying to sell a used car to you, but you believed him. Oh, hundred percent. And and Sean Layden after him wasn't as strong of a pitchman, but you still believed he that he gave a shit. He felt like, like he came. felt like Phil, like he actually cared about mm. the games. And Jack Tretton cared about the games because he knew his money was coming. Oh Sorry. sure, right? sure. Like like there was some sense of of uh, I understand this is the business, and I'm gonna come like Sean Layden never came out with the same amount of energy as Jack Trenton. Jack Trenton was fucking in his shark suit, fucking <laughs> up there on stage, and I swear to God, he could sell people just crap, and you'd be buy it from him. But like, it's 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 seeing kind of what we get now. Like, what's what's Sony's guy's name again? Jim Ryan. Fuck, Jim Ryan sucks. Like, oh, he 100%. just does not sell that. Like, if you like PlayStation, that's fine. This is not a. Cons- I'm not even. I'm not even insulting the the business strategies at hand right now. But as a person that goes out there and is sort of the face of the company, that isn't you know just a part of one studio. Jim Ryan sucks. Jim Ryan puts his fucking foot in his mouth a lot, and to me, it's like I don't. I don't see how anybody could buy into his nonsense. 
saying, no. oh, old games look bad, who gives a shit, and all this other stuff. Like, it just, all these, and again, all the decisions, it's not even necessarily his call, it, like, it still looks like he's the person to blame, because he's uh, the face. I had no problem believing a couple weeks ago when the comment came out that he basically told Activision, we don't want your deal, we, w- we just want to block your merger. Like, I didn't even question, I'm like, I could totally see that asshole saying that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whether or not he did doesn't matter. It's like, you have to have somebody with a bit of charisma. I just do not see... Like, even both these... All these companies are going to fuck you. Let me just say that say that right now. All 100%. these companies don't give a fuck about you. Um, but you need someone that can lie and pretend. And Jim Ryan doesn't pretend. He's not a good liar. I just, I look at him and I just see, like, I fucking don't give a shit about people that play the games. I'm just here to sell something. And that never feels good. Don Matrick was the same fucking way. Oh, yeah, he was a piece of shit. Like, you never believed anything you said. I never, even before the whole Xbox One stuff, it was just like, you look at him, you go, man. Well, he was at EA, and then he went to Xbox, and then he mm-hmm. went to, what was the fucking Candy Crush? I think the Candy Crush people? Didn't he I think so. Yeah. Um, that or PopCap, one of the fucking two. Something like that. Um, yeah, and like, what's the uh, what's the guy who founded EA? Um, oh, Trip Hawkins? Trip, he, they come off like Trip Hawkins. Like, I don't believe fucking any of this. <laughs> Trip Hawkins made the 3DO. <laughs> Zynga, yeah, you went to Zynga, you're right. Yeah. Um. And then he left in 2015. I mean, he's probably just on an island with a boatload of money at this I point. I mean, yeah. And, and look, I get it, that's their fucking job. But at the same time, like, when you have to speak to the public... Maybe, maybe don't be me on this podcast, you know, (laughs) like I'm not selling you anything. If I was selling you something, trust me, I'd probably speak a lot differently. Ah, that's that. So Jack Trenton is, is coming out and kind of handing fucking Xbox their ass is the memory because the bad stuff happens, like, don't get me wrong, there's always the, you want to see the bottom of an avatar's foot and all that shit, and, uh, giant enemy crab and all the memes, and, and every time, fucking, oh, every time, Krobe Cat would update his Bethesda video, it just works. And then it's fucking, um, <laughs> tell me lies. Tell, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. And it just works. Tell me lies, tell me lies, fuck it. There's, there's a lot of memes off it, but honestly, yeah, I, I, the only memory I really give a shit about is just at the time when I was like, oh, wow, PlayStation just fucking handed Xbox their ass. I can't believe Xbox allowed them to get away with it again. Oh, yeah. It's rough. Um, my memory is unfortunately biased because I was there. <laughs> but... I was at E3 in 99, and they had this big, gigantic pyramid in the middle of the floor that was the PS2 in 1999, and it it was just running that Gran Turismo demo, and people were just crowded around it like it was the next coming of Jesus. It was hilarious. 
So, and then of course, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was also at that show, and I got to see that too. Or no, that was the second show I went to. Sorry, different show. I went to two. Unfortunately, those... I'll say this. Though, sorry. No, I was just gonna say that. Unfortunately, my memories are biased because I was at those two shows. Mm. So. I mean, here's the thing about how I felt about E3 the last couple times, anyways. Why? 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 Why was it that week? I mean, maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's a business reason as to why it's that week. I just don't know. There was. Um, was it because it was like mid fiscal year or something? Because E3 was a trade show and it was originally designed to be. Here's what we're going to be putting on your shelves in the fall. Ah, uh, okay. That's what the whole point it of hadn't it was. Been, it hadn't been that for years. No, no, no. That that died a while back. But like the first E3 I went to. There was literally a section at the show called the retail section, and it showed what their games would look like on your store shelves. That was ah, the point. Okay. That was the point of it. Yeah, I knew there was. I knew that was the point originally. Timing wise, I hadn't put it away in my head that I'm like, oh yeah, this would be for your fall season. That makes sense. Um, because that's that's your Christmas season basically too. Yep. Um, but we were holding on to that time frame like it mattered. Um, and. You know, I, I jokingly said in our in our Discord chat that it's like the butterflies that still move around, they, they that that still think that there's a mountain there. I mean, these are generations removed from the butterflies that would have flown around a mountain. But there's a group of butterflies that when they, they migrate, uh, they make this sharp turn at like the middle of the water, and no one knew why until they realized that there used to be a mountain there and the fucking butterflies are still doing it just out of like genetic memory and nothing else and there's zero reason as to why it would cut their trip a lot shorter and they still do it and that's what i felt like we were doing with e3 then it was just like there was a reason why at some point but no one remembers exactly why <laughs> so we just hold it for we hold it because like the ritual is now more important than what the ritual was for in the first place yeah and like it lost all sense of meaning and before everybody even canceled, my thing was is like, who gives a shit? Like, why do we have to have an event? Like, just fucking show me when you can. You know, like, uh, Nintendo's got it down packed. Like, um, oh yeah, here's the stuff that's coming out in the next couple of months. Yeah, cool. Nintendo. Nintendo. I feel secretly killed E3 when they stopped doing their press conference because they were like, here's a direct every quarter. Yeah, and I prefer it that way. It makes more sense. Yeah, and everybody gets hyped. Like, every time there's a direct, everybody's hyped. Even when there's not a direct, and people are just like, I think there's a direct coming up. People oh, yeah, hyped. I've got the list of the direct from my uncle at Nintendo. Oh, what was the what was the recent one, Ken? What was the recent one? I have to, I have to make fun of him publicly. I don't, I don't remember. Um, Give me a second, I'm scrolling up. Microsoft and Warner Bros. got something coming. Announcement should be end of June. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, you're talking about the fake leakers. Yeah. There's so many of those every day. It's hilarious. Yeah, but this is the the guy who got called out. Yeah, which he still it. keeps going. Like, he doubled down on it. So, it's always hilarious to me that these dudes are like, yeah, I know. I know things. I know things that, you know, big, big, like, actual leakers don't know. I know this stuff with my... 2,000 followers on Twitter. 
Anyway, um, he also says, go see John Wick 4, but after watching, could you guys see that world being turned into a video game? If so, what studio would you pick to make it? I would love to see the guys who made Sifu make a gunfu game. Remedy. Remedy John Wick kind of just fits, doesn't it? All I, all I want to do is just fucking slow-mo fucking my way around. Um, you know, You know, here's a weird one. It would be great to see the guys that did Super Hot make a first-person John Wick game. I mean, that's essentially what Super Hot is, uh, right? But like, imagine it being styled where you're fucking John Wick. That'd be pretty good, right? You can do all these, like, okay, especially if they did a VR one. I don't remember which John Wick it is. The one where he's building the antique gun as the guys are coming up the stairs. I think that's two. I think that's two, but it was like it could have been three. Um. Have him, have you do that in VR? Having to do it the time limit as you hear them come up the stairs. Man, those movies are so like fun. You know, I, I fuck. Yeah, uh, you know, I I did like again. I I, I liked the Equalizer more because it was a bit more grounded. But um, yeah, and and the the director of uh, John Wick Four is, was the uh, I know it's kind of news now, but the guy that does uh, John Wick Four like very openly says like they don't use any blanks or anything in that that series all digital huh well um so the director was the stand-in or the stunt double or whatever um for brandon lee on the crow oh so he does not use bullets on he's like you know we're putting bullet guns next to people's heads it's not safe there's no reason we can do all this shit digitally we don't need the realistic aspect of it, especially when we're doing the shit we're doing. I mean, you uh, see that stuff for like a half a millisecond. So, right. So he's just like, yeah, just digitally do it and then make sure nobody gets hurt. Yeah. And it's weird because you know what, in an alternate universe, could you not see Brandon Lee being John wick? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, his career was so short. Yeah. But he had that sort of Keanu Reeves vibe that without the, sort of, like, whoa, super dude that you had to work away from. Alright, last tweet. Is it too early to ask, what's up with Sony? Outside of the console war YouTubers, Xbox and Nintendo are dominating this year in news. I'm sure Sony has games up its sleeves, but it seems quiet, and their recent releases seem lackluster. I feel like God of War came and went. (sighs) Yeah. I think. I I honestly think I we're going to get problem, a showcase oh. in in June. I think that's oh, going to sure. happen. I don't I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that they have stuff in the cooker. But I think they're. I think the problem is that we're at the end of one console generation and beginning of the next, and no one does well. And it's just this has been the weirdest crossover. Right, like the PlayStation Three uh, and uh, to PlayStation Four crossover was far shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a year, right? Yeah. Yes, stuff still comes out on old consoles. That's not what I'm saying. But your biggest you just games don't have, are not are not. Um, <clears throat> like, let's think about it. The only game that you really can't play on PS4 is Ratchet and Clank and Demon Souls. 
Eh, Demon Souls, I wouldn't. Yes, it is a first party game. It, that one's a little weird, anyways, because it's a remake. But uh, yeah, um, you know, you can say Returnal, but the Returnal didn't set the world on fire. Um, and so, how do you navigate that as a company? I don't know, right? Like, you have a huge PlayStation Four um install base and you are trying to put out games for a new console that still isn't super easy to get yeah it's it's easier to get it's not like there it's not like this uphill battle to get it but it's just again you still have to there's no impulse buy right now you wouldn't probably wouldn't get those anyways but there's no impulse buy of oh my god they have one i should pick it up because that's what happened. So when I worked at Target for the PlayStation 4 launch, people would buy PlayStation 4s just because they thought, I might want one, and they have them here right now. They're hard to get. Never as hard as a PS5, but like they're hard to get. But hey, they have them. The Wii was the same thing, and I worked the Wii launch, and that was a fucking... Uh, that was my Vietnam. Um, and, uh, you know people would buy them just because they had them. Right? Oh, oh you know, I want to play that thing, I want, which is just Wii Sports for most people, um, and you have one here right now, yeah, I'll buy it. Even though it's not on sale. But just because you have it. Um, so you don't get the install base outside of people that just play video games. And you won't at probably at these prices anyways, but like, I don't know, you, you have a hard time navigating that line when you have far more of PS4s still active than you do PS5s. Yeah, and also, I, I think, I mean, we, we talk about the pandemic, so your face is blue, mm. but I think Sony suffered from it too, and if you look at 2023, I think this is their bad year. I mean, it's still better than Microsoft's bad year, which was no, atrocious. Like, well, let's be honest. It's still better than this year for like their last year or whatever was still better than this year so far. Arguably. Yeah, but this year, like they don't have big first party games. They have Spider-Man. No. So what yeah, they did was they bought exclusives like Final Fantasy 16 will be only PlayStation. You know, mm-hmm. if Silent Hill 2 makes it out, it will be only PlayStation. Oh, so that's what they bought. Because they knew they didn't have anything besides Spider. And let's be fair, if Sony didn't have Insomniac, the PlayStation Five would be kind of. Let's be fair. Like Ratchet and Clank, Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Spider Man Miles Morales. Like those are the games yeah. that are selling the game. But well, not Ratchet, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They, like they have those games. Without Insomniac, the PS Five is kind of meh. Yeah. There's no. There's no definite reason to have it other than just having upgraded games yeah and god of war and, and, and horizon were both on ps4 so right and i i you and i have had this, this, this sort of discussion on the podcast ryan's not here ryan disagrees with us i think people are starting to get bored of the formula that's not to say that the games all play the same they don't but they're kind of a similar they, template yeah, they still have the same sort of, like, story structure of, like, we really want this to be Oscar bait for video games. Yeah. And it's like, I know you do. Trust me, I know. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there's really nobody competing with them. 
but at the same time, like, not everything has to have the tonal resonance of, like, Last of Us. No. It just doesn't. Um, and, and everything's kind of, like, even Spider-Man, which I think is still one of the best Spider-Man stories ever told. The first game's Spider-Man story. Yep. It's all trying to kind of be that. And it's like... You go back to the PS3 era, the PS4 era, and you just you didn't have as much. It, it creeps in over time on the PS4 of these. Just we we're gonna spend a bunch of money, and it's gonna look super pretty, and it's gonna be polished all held back. But like, it's just at the end of the day, it feels of like this was made to be this high end piece of art. But at the end of the day, I still just am playing a video game. And it's weird to me that I can't, I don't feel like I'm having fun necessarily in PlayStation stuff anymore. I mean, some of I'm it is. in for some of this weird emotional ride that I'm like, yeah, but you can do this and be fun still. Like, uh, that Seeing was a big Nier thing Automata. with, with um, Gears, or sorry, God of War, Ragnarok. Like, I saw people on Twitter, because I, I reviewed it and I played it before it came out. Like, I saw people on Twitter like, oh my god, that moment. Oh my god, that moment. And I'm like sitting there while people are talking about it, like, which one are you talking about? And then when I found out what it was, I was like, oh, that was cool, but like, I didn't like lose my shit over that part. Like, I don't know. I feel like some people get like way over invested in these. And it's not to say that it's not good. It's better than, <clears throat> it's better than anything Microsoft's else out nothing. there. Yeah, it's, well, it's yeah. better than anything else out there. But at the same time, I'm like, I didn't. I didn't feel what you felt like. I'm going to tell you right now. I have not felt so. So, so here's, here's kind of, and I get it. This is all taste based. And I'm, and I feel bad because I, I always feel like I'm attacking people that like these games. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm not even saying they're bad games. I'm just saying everything, even Ratchet and Clank has to have that. Now um, you started to see the humor die off on the PS3 era. And then the PS4 game is just the, the movie was not the same sense of humor that's kind of gone, you know, and it's just like this misery sort of washes into every fucking game they have. And it's like, you can do that and still be fun. I don't understand why everything has to be miserable. Um, Near Automata is a miserable game. I remember parts of it because they're fun to play. And the story is strong on its own. Like, I didn't need... Uh, like, if you're going to ask me, like, what's my biggest memory of, like, an experience of me going, holy shit, in a video game as of late? It, I, the one that came to my head first was the first time I ran into a dragon up close in Breath of the Wild. The scale of it coming out of this waterfall and me going, I don't know if this thing's going to attack me. What the fuck did I just walk into? Right? And it's like, that's a what-the-fuck moment. And, like, that stays with me longer than anything that would happen in Horizon, anything that happened in Spider-Man. Like, because those moments are very good, but they're built in such a way where I don't think they can fail. And I don't know. There's this weird thing I feel about a lot of the PlayStation stuff, that there's just this, like, I need you to just kind of remember that at the end of the day, you're a video game first and foremost. Yeah. It's, because, it's you weird. know what? My complaint about Naughty Dog stuff 
I feel vindicated by the fact that a lot of people love The Last of Us show because you didn't have to play the game in between. Yeah. The impactful parts, right? Well, also, I like the original Last of Us. Mm, I think I think most people prefer uh, the original Last of Us. It, it's the second one is more just gamey. the second one is just it's Oscar like misery bait. for the sake of misery. But that, but that's to me where I feel like all the, tell me that the fucking um, Horizon Two isn't more miserable than the first fucking game. Oh, it absolutely is. Like the first one has like moments of hope. The second one's just like, oh, everything sucks. Sucks, and this is just <laughs> everything's gonna go to shit. And I'm just like, man, fuck off. And then. I didn't play the second God of War, but the first God of War seemed hopeful still. I'm assuming with the name Ragnarok, dark shit happens. Oh, dude, there's so much, like, dark shit in that second game. I know, I know of a character that dies, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, guys. Like, there's just, I don't know, there's, it's a lot. Like, even Ghost of Tsushima, like, I think back to that game, I'm like, I love that game. But god damn, is it depressing at times. I'm and like, I don't need and to be so depressed. it's so because you play Infamous from the same studio, which was a PS4 launch title, um, which still looks fucking amazing. Um, and it depended on how you played. It wasn't a miserable story. There was some sad stuff that happens because there needs to be conflict. I understand that. Um, no conflict means boring story. But, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. There's just this weird thing where it's like, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, they're not setting the world on fire. Like, God of War came and gone, because even if you don't play God of War, can you tell me what it's going to be like? Probably. Oh, yeah. Because you kind of know what it's... Like, yeah, you can do that with a lot of games. Can I guess how Zelda's going to play? Yeah, but, like, I don't know where the fuck the story's going. You could probably guess... Because the tone has been set by a lot of PlayStation stuff that you're going to have some moments where it's going to be a bad time. I mean, that story-wise, not um, like emotionally, not gameplay-wise. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, it is it is a weird thing. Um, I think also it's weird that like God of War just hit the end of this saga. Um, ooh. Last of Us, I don't know how you continue that story without just bringing in new characters, which at that point, like, is it... Just make a new game. Like, I don't feel um, like we need to tell the story of Ellie anymore after the end of Last of Us. Yeah, like, you know, Uncharted's done. Uh, Ratchet and Clank might as well just be thrown out to the fucking wolves at this point, I feel like. Uh, That's how they treat that franchise. Uh, Wolverine's a ways away, although I'm going to tell you right now, I can see the story in my head where he loses somebody, because if they fuck... You know what? Here's what they're going to do. They're going to tell you the story of when... Watch me be wrong. I'm okay with that. Uh, Where he's in Japan, which is the famous Frank Miller art um, book. Uh, He did the art, and then uh, I can't remember the writer's name, but uh, where where he falls in love and loses love and has to fight the Steel Samurai and all this stuff. Um... And uh, that way they can get on all the sad moments. There'll of be course. some other stuff thrown in because Insomniac's going to do their own thing with it, like they did Spider Man, I'm sure. But I just I can totally see how the same notes are hit, um, and it's a very pessimistic way of thinking. But I I just I didn't I don't remember feeling that way about Sony on PS2, which is when I bought into their ecosystem, or PS3, or PS4. Until closer to the end of its cycle, um, 
yeah, it's just a very odd way to feel about a publisher of where all their. But I guess you know, is there a difference between Sony publishing stuff and what's what's their fucking the uh, Annapurna? I feel like I know every Annapurna game. Oh yeah, Annapurna is kind of like you know. What you're I know gonna it's going to be an artsy story that deals with emotion. It's just weird. weird. It's just weird that the House of Parappa has got to this. <laughs> Right, you know, that, that's that's it, right? Like, why does Ratchet and Clank not feel fun? Uh, or is, is, is sort of like tongue-in-cheek anti-consumerism that the first couple games are. And why, where's Jack and Daxter? Where's Dark Cloud? Where's... Sweet Tooth, um, baby! Where's Twisted Metal? Where's, that's, Twisted not a, Metal that's not an online game, you know? Twisted Metal, like, you could have all this dark stuff and play it off for jokes. Oh like, yeah, like you they're... can do all your horrible human torture, but change the tone of it. Um, it, yeah, it's very odd that all this stuff is. Um, the studio is just it, it feels very much of the same ilk. Like they read the same miserable stories. <laughs> we're, just go, gonna, we're just I'm gonna doing copy this. that. Yeah, but you know what? Again, before everybody thinks I'm just one shit on Sony. At least they have something. What the fuck does Microsoft have? Uh, What's Microsoft's voice at all? Other than Game Pass, please, God, just play our Game Pass. Because, like, Halo Infinite could not give less of a fuck about the story in that game. It kind of of ended on a wet fart. Like, eh. So, you know, but there's... At one point in time, like... Yeah, I guess every every fucking Xbox series was about saving the world from some sort of abyssal horror, Gears of War and Halo. But like they felt like two different games still. Like the story, the way they store like Halo was built out of a lot of hope for the future. Like ch- like we are always we are going to win this because we have this guy who just won't give up. And Gears of War felt like we are at our wit's fucking end, and I will blow up the fucking planet to end you. <laughs> this is misery, and we're all miserable, and everything sucks, and this we just have to kill them at this point. And I don't know, like those. So you can't have the same sort of story, but told in a different tone still. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 getting old. Is what I feel like. I'm getting old, and the games are passing me by. Welcome to the club. Alright, uh, that's it for us. If you want to tweet us, it's at ZTGD Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, podcasts at ZTGD.com. Don't, don't talk about me ranting and rambling there. I, I realize that in hindsight. I'm probably still coming down from my high of last night. I apologize. Jesus Christ. You calm down and calm your tits. Listen, those fucking... Don't drink ginger lime fucking THC drinks. They're awful. Just heads up. Um... Phoenix down, kicking on like a dragon. I think they're finishing that up. Uh, I know Drew finished the game. I just don't know how many episodes they've got left. Uh, and then you can also follow the site on Twitter at ZTGD content. And then you can follow me at ZTGD Anthony Heen on Twitter. So. Yeah, I know. I mean, do you want this in your life anyways every day? No, you don't. <laughs> I know better. You know better. Let's just fucking... That's it for the show this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more video games. So unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. I mean, it's just me. Okay, well, if you don't have anything, anything else, else, then we'll get out of here. I don't got anything else. All right, peace, peace. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. <laughs>